Welcome to the Van Hack Podcast, the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Van Hack webinar. Uh, my name is Ilya, and today I'm really excited to be joined by Sarah. Uh, Sarah Ch Ch Chima, right? Chima? Um, <laughs> who's uh, um, just uh, relocated to Sweden and working as a developer for a Swedish uh, fintech company. Um, before we get into it, though, let's always start with the sound check. So, um, can everyone hear us? Uh, Miriam, Marcella, Shipla, Ayana, Stephanie, welcome. Can you hear us? Is it working? Just uh, a little bit of a sound check to make sure that we're able to, yeah, to work. So, test one, two. Someone can just write in the chat, or if you can say yes in the chat, that'd be that'd be awesome. Okay, thanks, Courtney. Thanks, thanks, then, Chileno, uh, Ayana. Thank you. Okay, great, Sarah. Well, welcome. Congratulations on getting hired. Um, yeah, just before we get into your background, like, how are you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, how's life? I'm very well. I'm very fine, and life has been very great. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Great. Well, uh, let's let's hear all about your journey. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Just tell us a little bit about who you are. You know, where where you're from, your professional experience. Uh, yeah, tell us about yourself as as the you know the first question always. Okay. Yeah. I'm Sarah. I'm a software developer with over four years of experience. Um, I'm from Nigeria, so I started out as a front end developer some years. Ago, but I fully transitioned into full stack development, and I am currently working for a fintech company here in Sweden called Anything. Um, thanks to Van Hack for this because they're the ones that helped me to get here. Um, apart from coding, I love writing technical articles on my blog and on Free Code Camp, and I'm also a mentor for Udacity um, for their React and JavaScript nano degrees. I think that's a little bit about. That's awesome. So you've like been four, four years experience helping people training. That's yeah. great. What, uh, what's your favorite programming language? Do you have uh, Do you have one? I think um, one that the first one I learned is JavaScript. So that's always like one of my um, favorite languages. But then I always see languages as a tool. To so depending on what is needed for a project, uh, then I can switch to any language or learn the language. Nice. And then how did you, like, what made you want to get into, like, software? Did you just kind of... Okay, yeah, so um, I started, I learned programming while I was still in, in the university. So we had a course we took on programming, and I loved it then, and I did well, but my course was electronic engineering. So I didn't really get to, like, continue so much in software development until after, uh, when I graduated. So after graduating, I decided to go fully into programming and a friend sent me a link to Free Code Camp. That's where I started learning. Then eventually I got into an internship with a, a remote internship with um, a company in Nigeria. And that's how I eventually went on to work for them. And that's how my software engineering journey started. Very cool. Um, yeah. It's like, it's, it's great how you can just kind of learn and, and you know, there's so much out there, right? To, to yeah. yeah. That's great. 
Cool. Well, um, let's talk about, you know, what, what made you kind of start this, uh, have this idea of wanting to work abroad? Um, where did that come from? And, and then how was your experience before you, you met VanHack? Um, I think um, I've always had that in mind of moving abroad to get a different experience from what I'm used to in Nigeria. So I think right from time, that's always been a goal. Like in my, the first company I worked for, I had a lot of friends that moved abroad. And they'll be, uh, when they move, they tell us, ah, it's better, it's a different experience, you learn a lot here, you meet different people, you get, the, uh, the texting is different here, you, you get to grow even more out here. So I think having so many friends trying to move abroad was one thing that motivated me or gave me the idea, oh, I can move abroad too with my skills. So I think that's where the whole idea of moving abroad came um, from. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool. And how was your experience before Van Hack? Like you had the idea, but were you what were you doing for that? Was it how was it going? I think I was basically just looking at LinkedIn and applying to companies, or maybe Stack Overflow, like companies that offer relocation, and I apply to them. And most times I get a lot of rejections because yeah. So it was basically just scouting the internet for job opportunities in other countries and. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, it didn't work. <laughs> cool. So, how did you find out about Van Hack, and, and how was uh, your, you know, how how was your experience with Van Hack? Yeah, I think um, back in 2018, um, a friend of mine talked about um, Van Hack because there was this hiring event for women then, but I wasn't qualified then because I didn't have the number of years of experience that was required to apply for it so i just knew that there was a i knew about it and i think i joined them but i wasn't really i didn't really have any active profile then it was just something i just signed up for and left it there for a very long while yeah until i think i decided to go fully into filling out my profile early this year but, mm. yeah cool cool and then so you got hired at a hiring fair right so you, yes. So you, how was that experience? You you joined the event and there, there was a speed networking, speed interviews. Can you tell us, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was a really great experience. So um, I think early, the same thing happened. Uh, okay, at some point early this year, I was more active on the Slack channel, um, Slack on for Van Hack. So I used to go there regularly to look at jobs or look for jobs, uh, look at recent new job openings and trying to apply. So I saw the, um, the I learned about the hiring event for women there and a friend also sent me a link to it. So I decided to apply. So it was a very, very great experience, the whole hiring event, because I got to meet a lot of companies that normally or normally I don't think any of the companies I got to talk to, um, I got to talk with their recruiters, I've ever come across them before. And these are companies in Canada and Sweden. So it was really, really great that I had the opportunity to meet with a lot of people, a lot of recruiters in a short time. Mm. And yeah, so, and I, it was um, really good to know that there are companies out there that are looking for my skills. And just that I didn't really know about them and there was no connection to this company. So I'm really, really great. I'm happy that I attended that 
hiring events because that's what's helped me to get the job that I have right now. Nice. That's cool. So do you remember like maybe how many connections or conversations you had? It was, did you go for all three days or just the one, the first day, right? Yeah, the first day. I just attended the first day. I think I talked to about eight companies. Nice. Recruiters that day. Yeah. Yeah, I think about eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like eight mini interviews, right? Like eight little <laughs> quick interviews. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Uh, and then, and then, how like was it just the one that you got hired at that went to the next step, or did you have other interviews as well? Yeah, I had about I think after the event, about three recruiters reached out to me from different companies. But nice. uh, yeah, I went through. I was actively going through two at the same time. So one, I didn't make it past. Um, a particular stage of the interview, but I got high and um, this one, like I was, um, I was able to complete the process, the entire process for this um, anything which I am um, working with right now. Mm-hmm. Then eventually another one reached out to me towards the end of my interview with um, anything, the interview mm-hmm. process. So I couldn't really continue with them because I had already gotten an offer. Nice, man. So it's a nice thing to say, you know, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> cool. Um, well, well, let's talk about the interview, you know, that ended up getting, uh, you know, you got hired at. Um, um, what was the process there? So you met the candidates, sorry, the candidate, the company um, at the event. And then you had like, what, what was the next step? The second, actually, you know what, before we go there, how was that conversation? So you have that five minute chat, right? How was that? What did you talk about? What questions did you ask you? What was that like? And then the next steps, please. Yeah, it was uh, okay. There are a lot. I think the different companies actually had different questions, but they were mostly non-technical questions because they were just. It was very short time, and they were just trying to get to know if I'm a fit for their company. Mm-hmm. So it was more about my experience, uh, what I've worked with, projects I've worked on. Um, I think that's um, it was basically more trying to get to know me. Then some actually spent more time trying to like pitch their company to me, telling me what their vision, their goals, and what they're trying to achieve. So it was a very short time, and some were very brief. Some just wanted to know, oh, do you have the skills we need? And they just and it was, that was the end but there are some that spent more time trying to tell me more about their experience giving me an opportunity to um, ask them questions so that was how the oh, I, I can't really remember all the questions they had, but it was more more technical questions and more about me introducing myself and telling them about what of my experience mm, yeah that's cool that's cool so it's, it was almost like the reverse it wasn't just you Pitching them, they actually pitched you. Yes, yes, they actually did. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, how was the next step then? Like you two talked to the recruiter from from you know the company you got hired at, and then what was the next step? Was it a technical interview or? Yeah. So the next step was actually another call with the recruiter. Mm-hmm. Like it was okay. a long, a much longer call, like about one hour or so. So it was more about still. It was a not. She was. She was a non-technical recruiter. So it was more about trying to find out if I'm a fit for their company before starting the whole technical um, interview process. Mm-hmm. 
So after that, um, I moved on to the next stage, which was a logical test. I think it's a common thing with Swedish companies to give a logical test. I was able to get the score that was required, above the score that was required for at the pass mark. So mm-hmm. after that, I was the the recruiter sent me a take home project, which was really great because I think take home projects are like a blank check given to us. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do my best, um, like did the best I could do within the, mm-hmm. the time I had, and sent it back to them. Fortunately, that went. They moved me to the next steps. I met with two developers where I discussed the project in detail with them. So they Sarah, asked sorry, sorry, interrupt you, Sarah. Let's talk more about this project. You said you did your best. Can you can we talk a little bit about that? What does that mean? Like, how many hours did you spend? Let's <laughs> get a little more details. Yeah, I spent. I was I had a full time job, so I was limited by the number of hours I had. So I was basically working evenings, and I was mm-hmm. basically working on it during after work. I had a little baby. I had uh, mm-hmm. so I had limited time, super limited time. So I sometimes I had to work. I don't know. I can't really calculate how many hours I spent, but I knew I had to work late into the night to like complete the um, project. I wanted to do my best. I wanted mm-hmm. to. I wanted to make it stand out. So mm-hmm. even in addition to the project I did, I also sent a documentation of everything. Um, like the thought process that was that went into the project. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you want me to talk about technical details of the project, yeah, yeah, let's get technical. Even I, I won't understand <laughs> what you're talking about, but I think the people on the webinar will. So, <laughs> okay, so it was um, a currency converting um, website. So it was basically converting all the currencies in the world to the Swedish currency, which is um, kronas. So the, the 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 most challenging part of it was that the API I was giving I was giving specific APIs to use, and APIs I was giving had limitations. Like they were limited in the number of um, requests. The rate limit was very low, so there were very few requests I could make. So um, I had to really think through the whole process of because that was the actual challenge, not the UI or the um, API, but how thinking through the process of making it work with the limitation of the API. So I eventually thought of, um, I actually designed um, designed in such a way that I didn't have to make so many requests to the API since these um, values don't change often because they are currencies. They don't change often. So I use the catch, save, save the the values, then did more much of, most of the processing um, on my server so that the user, when requests are made, they don't get to eat the API so much. So I think um, even when I discussed the project with the, with the developer, which is my colleague right now, he mm-hmm. was like um, that he loved the way I designed the project, that I worked with the limitation that was given to me and it worked well. So, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a GraphQL. I had to, yeah, I've never worked with GraphQL before that. So I had to really learn GraphQL then. Then no, a Node.js um, server. Yeah, GraphQL, Node.js, the React front end. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So 
So yeah, I, I think I, I, I get the you know the basics, but I, hopefully everyone in the webinar yeah. can, can understand better. <laughs> That's cool. But I think the point there is that you know you really took your time. You didn't just kind of do like okay, I'm gonna uh, take 20 minutes on this. You really put in that effort and energy, and, and and you know it pays off, right? So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, and how was the rest of the process? Like, what what, ha what happened after the technical discussion? Yes, after the technical discussion, I moved on to an interview with the CTO. Yeah, so um, it was more of a. I was actually expecting technical questions from CTO, but it didn't eventually go that way because um, before the interview, I read a lot about the company. Mm. I tried to know their goals, their products, and I knew it so well that when the, the CTO asked me about the the company, I was able to tell him a lot about the company, and he was very impressed. So I think it actually moved the interview in a different direction from technical question. It was more about, more about their business and their goals and the vision for the company. So oh. that interview with the CTO, then the CEO was more of um, trying to know if I'm a cultural fit, um, like um, we, I'm a fit for their culture, like a cultural fit interview. So asking about my goals, asking about if I, um, like why I want to join them and my experience too. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Was... Cool, cool. And then was that the last interview and uh, what happened after that? Yeah, I got an offer. So it was uh, after that was the offer talk. Okay, so so how did that work? Did they give like was it was it like we got want to hire you or like we want to have another call and they told you on the call? What, what was the it was, moment? Okay, they sent me an email that yes, that they made it to the next round, but we have to have a talk about the offer, what they are going to offer me, and um, mm. yeah, and uh, salary and all. So that's yeah. So after that, we had that talk, that call. <laughs> How did you feel when you got that email? I was so happy. Like <laughs> I was really happy that my efforts paid off. I was really, really happy, and like I was really grateful to Grandha for giving me the opportunity to meet the company because it's like after I talked with recruiter and I read a lot about them, I found out that it was a place I would really love to work. So when I saw the email that I was, I've gotten like they they want um, off uh, give me an offer. I was really, really glad and happy. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, I love those moments, right? Those are remember, like where you were, like, were you at home? Were you at work? Were you driving? Like, <laughs> I was at home and I saw you. I was, I don't know if I screamed because I'm not a screaming person, but I know I was very excited. Yeah. <laughs> what did your husband say? Yeah, he was happy too because he has been super support. He was super supportive through the whole process. So when he found out that it, if I was like, successful, he was we are really happy. I think we celebrated that in this little way. Yeah, yeah so it was, <laughs> was a really good thing. Oh, that's so nice. Cool. Um, yeah. so so you got the offer, and then you have to like move, right? So you have to relocate from from Nigeria to Sweden. Yeah. How was that uh, that process with the visa and and everything? I think um, Sweden has a very, uh, the process was quite seamless. So the company, like based on the laws of regulation of immigration for Sweden, you, ha you always have to have a job to move if you're not a non-EU citizen. So the company initiated the process. Like, um, so the company actually m m matched me with an agency that did more of the processing. So they had a, 
you just ask me to fill in my details and um, send the required documents for the for them to send an application to the immigration service here in Sweden. So when we did that, we got our passports ready. We uploaded all the documents that were required, and so they initiated the immigration process from here in Sweden. Then two weeks after that, it was more or less, less, less about two weeks or three weeks. We got I got an email that it has been approved. The so we had to go to the embassy in Nigeria to go out to take biometrics. Then within two weeks or three weeks, we got our resident permits. So it was quite seamless, quite nice. simple. We didn't have to do so much to That's get great. it. Yeah. Yeah, and just quickly, I want to take a, uh, not a little break, but just to say hi for everyone. If I know so many people joined, welcome. Um, and if every, anyone missed this, it's going to be on YouTube. So this will be recorded. You guys can watch this uh, anytime, maybe watch it, you know, many times to take notes and learn. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's really nice to see. I don't know, Sarah, if you see it in the chat here, Casey says, awesome. Hard work pays off. Ovoeki. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. It says, let's get technical. Yeah, we want to talk about technical stuff. Congrats, Sarah. Happy for her. Really cool. So, yeah. And and um, if anyone has questions as well, please ask in the chat. And, you know, we're here to, to talk with you um, and, you know, to, to answer your questions. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, so Sarah, you're, you, how was the actual move? Like, have you ever traveled outside of, of, of your home country before? How, how was the, like, getting on the plane? You know, that was exciting. <laughs> I've gone out of my country, but we're just a nearby, nearby country, and I traveled by road then. So this was like a big move, and it was it's it's it was actually it's quite different moving to a totally different country. Like I'm not going on a visit. I'm actually trying to pack everything that I really need to a different mm. country. So it was quite tedious, but it was also good. It was a good experience. So. Yeah, it was still moving. Relocating is not easy. It's one of the hardest things ever humans can do. But I knew it was for something better, so we just had to do it. Like go through everything. So yeah, I uh, I really don't like packing. You know, <laughs> all my clothes, <laughs> moving. <laughs> yeah, but you just have to do it once, or hope you know maybe more than once, but once every few years or at least. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at most I should say. Um, Ahmad is asking, how's the weather? Um, so when you arrived in, in Stockholm, is it Stockholm, right? You're in Stockholm? Yeah, Stockholm. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. So how was, how was it? You arrived, I'm guessing, end of summer now, right? So it must be pretty warm and, and nice. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it's pretty warm because I'm not used to the cold. Maybe not compared to Africa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I came in, we, when we arrived at the airport, the airport was quite warm. But when we got out of the airport, I mean, it was naturally cold, and the first few nights was not. We are not funny because we were really cold, and the heater is not on because this to them is still summer. So, <laughs> so we had to like learn to wear so many clothes to get warm. But I think um, though it's actually warmer now, but I think we are getting more used to weather than when we just arrived. So it's much. But they've been warning me about telling me about the cold winter and also I think I'm mentally getting prepared for that too. 
Yeah, you have to go to H and M. You know the store? It's a little little store called H and M. Have you heard yeah, of that? Yeah, I've gone there already. <laughs> it's from Sweden, that's why I bring it up. Uh, for okay. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, H and M. They're from they're from Sweden. It's a global company, right? They have everywhere. But uh, yeah, I think in Stockholm, um, there's like a place where there's like three or four H and M's all within like a. You can see them. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny. It's yeah. like Starbucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Um, that's that's nice. How about the food, the language? Uh, Casey's asking if you're learning Swedish. <laughs> cultural things. I okay. I was learning Swedish before I moved, but now I've not had time to learn. I'm still trying to get used to a lot of things. But you can pretty much get by with English because most of the people here speak English. Mm-hmm. Then I've been trying. Stockholm is such an international city, so I've not really even tried Swedish food. Most times, the times I've been out with my colleagues, we've been trying food from other countries. Like today, I had uh, Vietnamese food. Cool. I've tried Italian and all. So it's like a very international city. So you can get um, food from all over the world here. Mm. Yeah, so, but I'm still trying to eat what I'm used to because we came along with food. And yesterday, I found an African shop. So I'm really excited about that. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's great to have a, a little bit of home, uh, you know. To, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's good. Cool. Um, Chinaka is asking about the pandemic situation. Um, you, how is that? People are pretty much free to move about. People don't wear masks. I think a lot of people are vaccinated. So everywhere is pretty much open in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great. That's fantastic. Um, and how's work? So you, you've been, did you start once you relocated and, and do you go to the office? Do you work remotely? How is that going? Yeah, I work from the office. We, yeah, I go to the office and it's been great. Mm. It's been great so far. Very, very great. Yeah. They have a pretty much a very beautiful office here and everyone has, is super friendly and helpful. So it's been a very great experience so far. That's fantastic. Cool, cool, cool. So maybe you can post a picture in the in Slack there. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should. I'm not taking pictures yet, but I shall take pictures and post. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, inspiring others. You know, I'm sure a lot of people here would love to, to see that. They can see themselves in one day being there or in a place like that. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, how about your job? Like, you're working full stack. Uh, developer right now like right is how what are you what are you working on what's the projects if you can share anything about that okay i i'm working as a full stack um, developer right now and there are a lot a couple of projects yeah one i'm working on a new project with a company and it's been going well so far i was able to get start contributing to code base. I think four days after my first request was merged four days after I joined right. uh, a series of requests since then. Get, get commit, right? Is that, is that right? Sorry? Get commit. <laughs> get commit. <laughs> yeah. A request is a combination of different git commits. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, you got, you, got, you got, got code in production, right? That's, that's the. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Uh, Paul is asking what stack? JavaScript, right? The, JavaScript. The Node and, and React? Yeah, yeah Node.js, React, TypeScript, GraphQL, TypeScript, Postgres for database. Yeah. 
Cool. Let's get technical. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and then keep the questions coming. Uh, oh, Ovoki asked me, uh, oh, no, asked a question here, said, how were the data structure and algorithm questions? Did you have any questions about that? I didn't for this, but this in this job I got, I did. I got in the other interview I had, and I, I don't think I did so well there because I'm not sure. <laughs> it's something I'm still trying to learn, but this they gave me a take-home take home project. So... I got the chance to show my skills as much as possible. So I think that's worked in favor of me. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, so like any tips that you have for other people? Like what, what do you maybe wish you wish you knew um, when you started your journey? Anything that uh, you, you know, those people here want to get hired as well. What would you say to them? Okay, yeah, so I think I learned a lot from the sections, the sections before the hiring events, like the sections Van Hack, Van Hack, um, did with us. Then, and one thing I learned was that we, like, you have to prepare for an interview. It's not a matter of I have the skills and I'm good enough and the company should see that in me. You have to find a way of selling yourself to the company. To the companies and that's one thing i learned because we had a section of um having an individual pitch during the short time you should as much as possible tell the companies that they really need to hire you and so i really learned that from this section and that's one thing i try to do throughout the interview process preparing for every single interview not giving anything to chance so that's one thing um, I think it's really, really important. Try to prepare as much as possible and try to be, um, try to showcase your skills. Like have, like before in any interview, I had always had a note of possible questions that I could be asked and what I'm going to answer because I'm not someone that talks spontaneously. So I had to prepare for it. So I think uh, that um, really helped. Preparing very well really helped. So we need to prepare a lot for the interview. Then do the best you can do, like put in effort, put in the effort because I know then I, there are some days I didn't really sleep but when I was working on the particular project and even before some interviews, I had to study a lot. So I wasn't really, I was sleeping for a few hours a day, but I think the effort paid off. So if the interview is going, it's stressful, still just do your best because at the end of the day, it's really, really worth the whole stress. And if you are going for the hiring event, just try to attend all the sections and try to follow, read the resources because they were really, really helpful and try to participate as much as possible. All the, I think everything was really, really helpful then. Then another thing that was really helpful was the mock interviews that I had with some people from Van Hack. Mm -hmm. They were mm -hmm. really, really, really helpful because I think I remember when I was asked a question uh, to introduce myself, I gave, yeah, based on my knowledge, I gave an answer, but after the conversation I had then with the, um, I don't know what to say, the person, I don't know what, I can't remember what people, uh, they are called. But after the, the, this thing I had with him, it helped me to see that I had to put myself in a way, I'll present myself in a way that the company will see that I'm going to add value to their company. Mm -hmm. and that we show that I'm really, really interested in their company. So that really helped me and it helped me to structure my project, how I, pre I should present my project to the company. 
I think all of it, all this, it was really, really helpful. So I'm really, really grateful to Rahak for the opportunity that I have right now. The fact that I have a job advice, more or less the whole process that helped me to get it. That's really cool to hear. So thanks, Sarah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm happy you're happy. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can help more people. This is a, a, a gracious circle, right? The more people we help, the more people tell others and, and we can share the knowledge. And uh, yeah, and I think the company is happy to have you as well. So everyone's, everyone's happy. <laughs> um, cool. So, so yeah, that's a lot of really good tips there. I just want to underscore, um, you know, the preparation is super key. Um, I really like your point of like having the questions written down and have practicing your answers to those questions. Really looking for a job is like a job, you know, you have to take yeah. it seriously as if it's like a part-time job, um, you know, that you're taking. So, and, and also like you just need one offer, right? And, and that changes yeah. your life. So, um, yeah, put in, put in, put in the work and, and then good things will happen. Um, so yeah, awesome. Um, there was, I think someone put their hand up to maybe want to speak. Bahavan, Bahavna, Bahavna, better to just just ask the questions in the chat. I think it might be a little with the tech, technical. I, I I'm worried it's going to be uh, not so good. Um, uh, Chiamaka, sorry again for mispronouncing that your name. Uh, Chiamaka uh, is asking about COVID. Um, how was the tests doing the COVID tests, and also how was the code review process, or how is the code review process? I think in your in your current position. Okay, um, I wasn't able to get vaccinated before I moved from Nigeria, but I'm trying to get that now. But we needed a, COVID, a negative COVID test that was taken within 48 hours of our arrival, before our arrival in Sweden. So I think that was it. Then the code review process, it's, I think it's more or less the same. Well, it's more you, put, you push a PR, you have people to review your Per requests and you need approvals before you can merge it. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Hope I answered the question. Nice. Any other questions? I think Peter asked how oh, we yeah. design, design questions. Well, I didn't get okay. Um, the design questions were more about the project I worked on, so I didn't really get the typical system design question that. Some companies asked. It was more about my. It was centered on the project I did. Cool. I have a question. What you know? A lot of van hackers they come and they're interested in moving to a specific location. They want to come to uh, you know one country or one city. Um, well, what were you open to multiple places? And what about Sweden attracted you? And also Europe um, attracted you? <laughs> I was actually I tried to join van hack because of Canada. I wanted to move to Canada. So, <laughs> so like, in fact, I think it was when I talked to a recruiter for anything that I actually started considering Sweden. Mm -hmm. I hadn't, Sweden hadn't come to my mind because I didn't really know anybody that was in Sweden. I've never mm -hmm. had a friend that moved to Sweden. Most of the friends I know moved to Germany. Mm -hmm. So, um, I knew about Europe, but Sweden never came to my mind. I was more about, I think the main reason why I joined Verhack was more about, um, for, Move to Canada, but then I met a recruiter and I googled Sweden, tried to find out about Sweden, and it was uh, I found out that it was a naturally actually a very good co country to move to. They had a lot of benefits for immigrants, and they're very I think Stockholm is a very international city, 
So it's, I think that's, that made me to be open to more um, to a different country, not just Canada. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 great. I think uh, it's really important to talk about this because, um, you know, Europe is a great country, continent, and there's so many great countries there. <clears throat> there that um, I think, like, if you live in Europe, it's probably um, or it is very easy for you to just get a quick flight to, uh, you know, fifteen, twenty, thirty different countries <laughs> really yeah. close by. Um, so yeah, I live, I got, I was lucky to live in, in, in Europe. Uh, we were expanding Van Hack in 2017 I lived in Europe in Berlin and in, in Lisbon and in Luxembourg and got to travel, got to go to Sweden. So just for everyone to know, like be open to other places, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's really great. Like, yeah, Canada's nice. Of course I'm, I'm Canadian. I, I, I grew up here, but I, I also like really am jealous of people who live in, in Europe because you can travel easily. There's so much culture, food, history, um and uh yeah like we were talking before the uh, the webinar started the nobel prize is awarded in sweden and there's like this really cool place for people to see so yeah i just think um yeah if anyone here is kind of like not considering europe i would highly recommend you consider europe as a, a place to move um and it's been fantastic so yeah um we got some more questions here uh how many months have you been looking for a job at that hack before you got hired walter asks yeah, okay, so um, before the hiring event, I, 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 as I mentioned earlier, I, already ha I always had a profile. I think I can't remember the year I, I joined Van Hack, but my profile wasn't up to date. I just kept it there. So this year, I started going through the whole process. I did my code ver um, English verification. I took some code challenges. Then I started applying to jobs. But I don't think I was really always applying so far because at some point i wanted to take a break NDC, i applied to so many companies and i got some interviews but then i wasn't making it past the first stage and it was becoming so stressful for me so i decided to take a break so i wasn't actively um interviewing or looking for a job until i got i applied to the um hiring event um yeah so yeah, I would say that the fact that I didn't get um, jobs then where it was more of my fault because I wasn't, my profile wasn't up to date as, um, even I had to update my CV to the recommended standard, the format that was given at some point. So. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's not necessarily how many months you're there, but how active you are, how much you're pursuing. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, so tax rates, um, do you know the tax rate in Sweden? It's about 30%, 30 I think about 30% or 35%. Yeah. But like, a huge chunk of the salary goes to tax. Yeah, but I'm guessing you get a lot in return, right? Like there's a lot of uh, medicine, medical, education. Yeah, there are a lot, especially as a parent. Like it's going to benefit my kid a lot, so... It's really, really good. Even the health, I think there's a limit, like there's a limit, there's a max, maximum amount you can pay for healthcare in Sweden. Like after that amount, the government takes over, I think in a year or so. So it, there are a lot of benefits, like even the transportation system, like I just pay a fixed amount every month and I can use the, I get an access card I can use to travel almost um, to cities around or places around with the card. So, I really spend little um, on the on transportation and other things. So it's really, really good. I get the returns. 
Yeah. Nice. And maybe like, you don't have to talk about exactly how much you're making in terms of salary, but like um, the salary that you, you got offered is enough to live. Like you have a nice apartment, you're able to buy food and you're save money. Like, yeah. 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 Stockholm is actually a very expensive city compared to the rest of Europe. So, but I think the salaries are, the salary is high enough to pay for rent and, um, food and still have a little to save. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, it all depends on how well or how you manage the money. Cause yeah. So, but it's quite enough for basic needs, my uh, basic needs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so it's really good. And I think, um, um, of course, when you are given an offer, you always have to negotiate. Because when I was given the offer, I tried to negotiate a little to get more. So mm-hmm. I think um, even when, after getting the offer, someone from Vahak reached out to me to ask me to make sure that I was given a good offer. So mm-hmm. it was really, really helpful too. So I think always try to negotiate, try to find out before what I did do, when I got the offer, to before I had the offer conversation discussion with the recruiter, I tried to find out the average um, salaries of um, developers in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. That gave me an idea of what I can ask for or what it's um, the amount I need to like survive in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. Stockholm. So I think that helped me. So at least I was able to negotiate to an av- above average salary. Yeah. So cool. yeah, that's great. Um, so, and, and I'm guessing maybe like your husband in, in the future will work as well. Cause I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, so dual income and you'll have a, you know, nice quality of life there. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Um, so yeah, just, just, uh, cause people, I think maybe we're scared about the tax rate. I just want to make sure <laughs> it, it might be a high tax, but you get, you back, you get back a lot from it. Um, like you said about education. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the- Please. The quality of life is much different. Like you have a better standard of living. Like I like I'm having a better standard of living right now in this country. So if I'm getting value for what I pay for, then it's nice. It's really really good. So even if this, the tax might scare a lot of people, because most times when people people talk about when they move in their relocation, they mention that the tax rates are very high. Of course, we're not so used to paying such high tax rates in Africa, but mm. then you get value for your money. So that's really, really good too. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Like I, I lived in Brazil for four years and um, like I, I can kind of, um, I, I, I say, I saw what it's like when, when you're living in a place where you pay a lot of taxes, but nothing happens for that. And then, <laughs> It's, you know, a little bit better in places where they, you do get a lot. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I can understand that. And um, that's it, great. It's, 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 uh, countries uh, should make their countries better. You know, governments should make their countries better to attract skilled people. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, Ilaria. Ilaria. Um, cool name. Is similar to Ilya, <laughs> Ilaria. Uh, do, do you work forty hours a week, or what's how many hours a week do you work? Uh, what's the kind of work-life balance? It's forty hours per week. Forty hours per week, and well, it depends on how you want to structure it. Some of my colleagues work from home. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to the office now because I'm seeing you. I'm trying to learn a lot. Yeah, I need my colleagues right now. So, but I think it's really flexible. 
So it depends on when you resume at work. You can come in earlier and leave like an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Or they even have an opportunity for um, mothers that have baby children in daycare. So you can leave earlier and decide to um, com- continue your work at home when you get home. So it's really flexible and it's really good, but it's still 40 hours per week. Nice. So you, you mentioned something I was going to ask about. So you, you, you have a daughter. She's around one years old, right? Yeah. Um, how, how is moving with a toddler, with a baby? And, and how is like working, being a mother? You know, that's going to be a lot of things to juggle. Yeah, it's it's not easy. I won't say it's easy. It's a different experience altogether from when it was just me. I wasn't I didn't have a child. But then I think over time I've gotten used to knowing how to balance uh, everything. I go to work now, so she's mostly at home with her dad. If I, when he gets a job, she will likely go to a daycare. So I think. It's been, it was tough initially, but we are trying, she's getting older, and so there are a lot of things that, um, she's becoming less, she still has a lot of needs, but then we are, I'm getting used to, we are getting used to taking care of her and still combining with other things in our life. So, yeah, it's a great experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for anything. But yet, it's still, it's not as easy as it was before when I didn't have a child. Cool, cool. Well, um, yeah, it's nice that you, uh, the, the, the daycare and kind of the balance there, that's, that's fantastic. Cool. Um, okay. Um, how to get interviews is hard stuff. Yeah. Michael, that, that's, that's normal. Um, maybe we can talk to someone from our team and we can give you some feedback on your, on your profile and, and help you prepare better and, and have a more more kind of attractive profile for people, for, for companies, uh, maybe your resume or something like this. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, any any other questions? We have 10 minutes left here. Um, Sarah, it's uh, you know, graciously given up some, some of her evening, right? Because now it's, it's uh, 6, 7, 7 p.m. now in, in Stockholm? Yeah. Like yeah, 7.20. Cool, cool. How did you join Benhack Premium uh, before you got hired, or, or um, did, yeah, did you join Benhack Premium? I didn't join Benhack Premium, but I think most of the materials we got during the hiring event were from the premium service, like most of the things we had. So, mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to be attend the hiring event, try to make use of all the resources that you are giving them because they are really, really, really helpful. So. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't need to join premium to get hired. Um, it helps, you know, to learn and practice and have a group to study with. Um, but it's not necessary. Most people who get hired on that hack, like last month in August, we had, I think, 53 people get hired and 10 of them were, were premium members. Um, but usually between around five people or premium members get hired, uh, per month, um, from the total. So it's, it's most people aren't premium members that don't, don't feel like you have to, um, but try it. If you don't like it, you get your money back. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a no-lose situation there. Um, cool. Yeah, Johnson's saying congrats. Uh, Raymond as well. Congrats. Cool. Awesome. Um, okay, well, maybe we can have a few more questions. Like, is there, is there anything else that we maybe didn't cover that you wish to share with, with people? Um, yeah. How, how how's your commute? I'm curious. Like, how long does it take you to go from your house to to the job? And is is it long or? 
It's about 40 minutes. 40 so, minutes. I do a lot of walking. Like, I have oh, to train, wow. yeah. So, I, like, walk for, I think it's about 40 minutes. I walk for about 10 minutes to train station, take mm-hmm. a train super fast, then walk to my office. So, it's it's really, really, like, I'm able to plan myself. I know when the train will arrive, and I'm able to, yeah. I know when I should leave the house, meet the train. But they're always trained, so if I miss one, I can always get the next one. Nice. So, yeah. Great, great. Cool. Okay, well, uh, yeah, maybe one room for one or two more questions, but uh, I think we we had a nice conversation, and uh, we'll let Sarah go have some dinner or go enjoy her <laughs> time with her family. Um, Sarah, please share those pictures. Take a picture with your, your husband, your, your, your daughter, or okay. you know, somewhere cool in Sweden. Like a statue or something. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to, to share your experience with us. Um, congratulations again. Um, do you mind? Actually, one more thing. Do you mind if people add you on LinkedIn? Um, is that okay? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. If you have any more questions, can add me on LinkedIn, and I'll try to answer whenever I can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked at your LinkedIn while we were chatting because I was curious about it, and. Uh, <laughs> in the chat for everyone to see so i'll broadcast it people can add you so you're gonna get a few people adding you there sarah okay um, yeah hopefully uh one day when i'm in europe we can meet and, and have some um, some meatballs and, and uh sure. some <laughs> <or> something <laughs> um yeah uh and uh next next step for you is you have to become a hockey fan so there's a lot of really good swedish hockey players i don't know okay. if you've ever seen hockey but it's a, it's a big sport in sweden um okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. <laughs> cool, cool. I, well, I'm sure you're busy being a mother and, and working and having a new life. So, congratulations again. Welcome to, uh, I guess, Sweden. But uh, yeah, talk soon. Yeah. Thank you very much, and thanks to Bahak for making this possible. I'm really grateful. Yeah, our pleasure. Okay, great. Have a have a fantastic evening. Nice Friday. Good weekend. Talk soon, everyone. And yeah, for everyone here, uh, just last thing. Um, yeah. Apply to jobs on Manhack for everyone participating in the event in a few weeks. Good luck. Um, we'll talk more in the Slack channel there. And uh, yeah, thanks again for everyone being part of this webinar. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Van Hack Podcast. Make sure to create your account at vanhack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.